welcome to Girl We Have to Talk podcast. This is Iris. And this is Jamie. And Jamie was just telling me about how she's going to go for a nice spaghetti dinner. So I'm sorry that I cut you off. So you're oh, gonna go no, yes. Some spaghetti at a friend's house. I absolutely am going to do that. And I'm going to do that instead of working out um, in lieu of working out. I'll work out another time, but I wasn't sure if yeah. I was going to go. And so then when I, I had to stop at my friends and I said, if I come over sooner, would you want to have dinner? And she said, come for spaghetti. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's not even, I don't you even. said the magic word. Yeah, that's not a hard choice at all. Do you know I haven't had spaghetti in, like, a very long time since maybe when, to, when we went to Pasta Bowl? Ooh. Did I even have spaghetti then? Uh, I know that you had the, um, what's the one with the sauce and the cheese? Because you always get goat that. Goat cheese. I get goat cheese everywhere I go. I yeah, to goat cheese and tomato. Side. Yeah, uh, which I was a fail. Specific... <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. Okay, well, let's jump into the podcast since you have a spaghetti dinner to get to. Yes. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. So I feel like we should talk about that this is the second time we're recording this podcast, yep. just in case it comes up, because yeah. I think we can both agree that that podcast kicked ass. It was like, it was so good. It was so amazing. And I think both of us went through this period of loss and shock yeah. of just like, I don't even know what to do now because we lost that amazing episode. It was really good. We're not even just exaggerating. It was funny. Yeah. We talk shit about people. It was oh, great. it was so great. And you'll never get it's... to hear it. No. So... But we know that it was good. We'll always We're gonna try remember. To, we'll always remember. And so maybe if, you know, you're one of our friends and then we look at you in a certain way, maybe we're just thinking about how we talked about you on the podcast. Mm-hmm. This will never know. could have been you. You'll never know. <laughs> I mean, probably that's not true. If, I, if you're my friend, you probably know already. I was the same for me, I would say. Yeah. So that, I, I mean, we're, well, obviously we're kind of joking here, but. Yeah. I mean, not really. <laughs> I'm not really joking. There's plenty of people who I don't like. That's just a fair assessment. I don't really like that many people, which I think would shock. I tell people at work all the time that I'm not that nice, and they're like, no, you're the nicest. And I'm like, it's good that you think that. Well, you have to be nice in HR, but it's not like a real nice. No. Well, actually, like, I think I'm the nicest HR person ever because most HR people are not nice. They're usually really, really shitty. Like, if you guys have great, really nice HR people, please send us a DM on our Instagram, Girl We Have to Talk. Everyone I talk to is always like, no, usually HR is scary and they're just coming here to fight you. It's like usually an older woman who's got sensible shoes and is here to fire you. Interesting. I'm trying to think. I have had a person that I really appreciated in HR. We didn't have a great start, but that wasn't her fault. Um, I, I didn't realize that. When I didn't get benefits, it meant all benefits when I was working part-time and I was new to the working mm, profession. But yeah. she was actually very cool. I really liked her. And when I left, uh, I, had, I had quit. She was like, you know, Jamie, you're so great. Like, oh, you always nice. have a place here is what she said. We would find something for you. She was so, um, yeah, I, I actually did really enjoy her. See, that's a positive HR story. Yeah. Usually most people are like, and the HR lady didn't respond to my email for like 18 days and then it's usually <laughs> yeah. not good. So yeah. I'm happy well, that you had a good experience. Yeah. People have a bad rap. Well, and as you said, you, you really aren't there. You're really there to cover the agency's ass, right? Uh-huh. So it doesn't Most really, often. 
Yeah, so you don't, I, I, don't, I don't think as an employee then you feel really supported, but that's not really what your job is, unfortunately. Well, you know the nice thing is, okay, so here's another fun fact, and then we can stop talking about work. Okay. My supervisor Last has time created, we recorded this. <laughs> I know, well, at that point I was a lot, well, I know, but it was more so fun because I was basically just saying that my coworker is, a, is an asshole. But I've yeah. moved on from oh, you have bad other... behavior. Okay. Oh, no, this is actually a positive story. I was just Uh going to say my supervisor, she has created, like, her version of HR is very employee-focused, so I don't feel like I'm doing that as much. Um, Like, she really tries to, like, do things for the employees, and sometimes to the detriment of leadership, so I think we might be trying to find find a balance, Uh but... I think she is more employee focused than most people that I know. And I visit places now and I don't even fire people. Nice. Okay. It's been great. Anyway, how else are you doing? Uh, let's see. I'm doing good. I, it, this has been, this past week has been like so much self care, which I oh, good. Had really needed. And it's been yeah. good to balance out. Uh, as you know, I've had a, a, a more difficult past couple of weeks. Which yeah. just sort of kind of continued into this week a little bit, but um, I think the self care is doing a nice balance, and um, yeah, I think it's all manageable, so that's fine. Um, Good. Yeah, it's been like bio neurofeedback, massages, a new therapist. Uh, Wait, so you have a new therapist? I have a new therapist. That's good. How are you doing yeah. that? Uh, it's it's good. I just had one good. session with her, so it's hard. I feel like it's hard to tell, but. Um, she also does similar work to the work I do. Um, and then something else actually really cool happened, which is I had a touch session. So there's, I think I mentioned that somatic experiencing has touch work to it, mm-hmm. which is like basically just uh, the best way I can explain it now. I'm sure we'll know more once I get trained in it, but it's really the same idea of somatic experiencing, um, which is to regulate the nervous system, but it's doing it through touch. Um, and awesome. Maya was there too. And so Maya was, like, touching me, too, and then she was, like, moving as the therapist was moving, so she, like, started off by laying on my feet, and then, like, the therapist was supporting my kidneys, and then she, like, the therapist moved my head, and then Maya got on my chest and my uh, stomach. I mean, it was really kind of amazing, so... That sounds so nice. Yeah. So maybe it's worth it to have all this crap happen to make me <laughs> do all this self-care. Otherwise, maybe I wouldn't have experienced it. I don't know. Just try to find a silver lining. Well, <laughs> you know, though. And it's, and it's good to have, it's good to have self-care and it's good to focus on yourself. Why not? It's like self-care yeah. for February. I don't know that that's a thing, but maybe it should be a thing. Yes. I think so because especially for uh, people who are have similar climates to Chicago. I think by the time you mm-hmm. get to February uh, with winter and everything, it is really difficult. And this past week for those people who maybe aren't local, we didn't have sun for eight days in a row. Yeah. So it has not been a great time here. Yeah. Although then I was talking to someone who said they were, they, we're watching some like national news program that was saying the same thing. So I don't know if it's just like going around. I don't, I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I'm sure that it was, but like also we could all use a little sunshine. Yeah. It was, I'm just very excited for spring to come. I don't know that I'm going to do anything differently when it's spring, but I feel like my spirit will feel different. 
Well, yeah, I mean, even, I think it was yesterday morning when I was walking outside, I heard birds, and it just... You were like, whoa, look at you guys. Really, it it made me realize, wow, that's really nice, I haven't heard that in a while. So, I don't know, I think there is something about uh, the spring coming and the changing of the season that's nice, so, yeah, February should be self-care. And then, of course, you know, Valentine's Day, which I think can be a great holiday, um, mm-hmm. But I think for other people, it can be a hard holiday. So, and I know people who have had, who have birthdays around it. So even if they're in relationships, that's really challenging. So. Ugh. Yeah. I just think that everybody should just focus on themselves for February. Get a massage. Yes. I agree. Buy yourself a new vibrator, whatever it is that you need to do <laughs> yes. to make sure that you feel good and taken care of in February because it is cold. And it can be lonely. So I feel True. like you need to focus on you for February. Oh, that's going to be a hashtag focus on you for February. That's a good one. I'm I love it. So we're March. not going to talk sure. about the topic. We're just going to talk about ourselves <laughs> for the entire yeah. time. Yeah. Like I just <laughs> want to tell everyone, I don't really have anything else to say about myself right now. Hold on. Let me think about it. Yeah. Um, what's going oh, on with you? I did want to, I did want to say that in the last episode, I was, I was listening to it, and I want to just say to everyone, I apologize that I was eating hummus during the entire episode. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I was going to mention that to you, like, and it wasn't, I don't know if it was just hummus as much as, like, you were, like, hummus. opening shit and, like, walking around and, like, yeah, I didn't, it wasn't, it's funny uh, because when I first listened to it, I didn't hear any of that stuff, so I don't no, know. No, and then I listened to it again, and yeah, I was like, ooh, yeah. you didn't, like, hear me. I was, okay, I was eating a lot of different shit. I was having hummus and pita crack. I was basically having lunch because I think I must have gotten home from doing something and had to record the podcast right away. So I was eating hummus. I was eating pita chips. Oh. Then I was eating tiny Iris, pickles. I lost you. Oh, Iris, oh, you no. went out for a second. You were taught. You said you had to come home and eat. Can you go both? Yes. Sorry. So I was eating and then I had to come home and I was starving and I had to record the podcast. So I had pita chips and hummus and then I had some tiny pickles and I think I might have had some like chocolate too I don't know but I was very obviously eating and I do apologize for that (laughs) I was like having and I thought I was being quiet about it but when I listened to it I was like no you are not you were just having a flat out meal (laughs) and there might not be a way to be quiet about it no Um, it's hard to I mean it's not like I was eating soft food you realize I just said I was like well I was eating pita chips with pickles and also like when I was eating chocolate it was like chocolate covered peanuts so I was like you know what is a great Uh, idea let's record let's record a podcast and eat the crunchiest fucking food that I can find inside of my house during this episode that's basically what I did really Iris what the fuck I know shame on me but in retrospect Yes, but also thinking of, like, looking at the silver lining, when Mm -hmm. I really just said that out loud, when I think about the fact that I was eating pita chips and crunchy pickles and crunchy peanuts covered in chocolate, I was actually pretty quiet. So, you can look at it any way you want. I was pretty quiet for what I was doing. Good. So, you're welcome, everyone. I think there's been other, uh, there's been other feedback in other episodes. I think I mentioned to you, like, I could hear when the heat was coming on and when she's been next to me and snoring <laughs> so uh so I think there's just some feedback that comes from doing yeah. the recording the way we're doing it we could probably mm-hmm. do it in a much more sophisticated way yeah, you know no. like with a microphone setup and all that maybe bullshit, later I kind of like you that know what maybe 
Exactly. This is a low-tech, high-experience type of podcast. But also, (laughs) I feel like it could be. Yeah, it's low-tech, high-experience. I think that maybe if we, like, keep doing the podcast, which hopefully we will because I think we're enjoying it. Um, And actually, our listenership goes up every week. So thank you guys for those of you who are listening. Yeah. Thanks for sharing with others. I know. And so as it continues, maybe what we'll do is we will just decide, maybe we'll get to the point where we sign up for Patreon and then we get, like, we can record in a quiet space. But for now, I don't don't even know what that is, but that's okay. A Patreon? I'll tell you about it later. Yeah. But (laughs) Jen actually suggested it. So anyway, that would be, that's kind of like what's going on with me. I was eating food. I apologize. Um, my career has been fine. Work has gotten much better and I do not want to like scream or yell or curse at anybody at my office. They're still annoying. They're still doing stupid shit, but I've moved on. Um, okay. so Good for you. that's that. Yep. Thank you. I've like, I've, I've self therapized myself into accepting their shitty behavior and realizing <laughs> that it has nothing to do with me. So I'm, I'm, this scared. is true. Yeah. Um, So the other thing I want to talk to you guys about is Jamie is not watching this because I don't know. Jamie is no fun. I've been watching Vanderpump Rules. Oh, yes. We talked about this. Yes. And how um, how unfortunate it is that I you felt very sorry for me. I still feel very sorry for you. No, I mean, I, I feel sorry for myself for not watching it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe we're going to have to have an intervention where I just make you watch it. It's the craziest shit you will ever see in your life. It's wild. But the reason why it's relevant to, like, I'm watching it and it's relevant to this episode is that this season of Vanderpump Rules is focusing on Jax and Brittany getting married. Now, this means nothing to you because you don't watch the show. Yeah. But Jax is a complete douchebag. From the mm. beginning of the show, he has cheated on every girlfriend, including his one girlfriend. He cheated on her with her best friend. Wow. Who I mean, it's was surprising, dating. like, <laughs> you know, that this show has a person like that on it. <laughs> the sarcasm. But listen, what? they're still, they're still <laughs> but the thing is, they're all still friends. And so last episode, it was Britney's um, bachelorette party. And they went to this club and the club put up a sign that said, don't do it, Britney. And because like he cheated on her while they were dating with some girl who was at her grandmother's house and like they had sex in the bed that her grandmother was sleeping in it was disturbing wow but so for that yeah so for that reason they have a lot of hate wow i feel like i my iq is slowly lowering as you're talking about this no it's not it's not (laughs) imagine if these people were just having having this information in my life i just feel like but that's true like i could have this for uh, someone as a client like this yes and also, yeah. like, here's the thing. Like, people always say that. They're like, oh, my God, I'm watching reality TV, and I'm, like, getting dumber by watching it. And I have to be a person who tells you no, and I have a reason for that, and then I will get back to the cheating. The reason why people who watch reality TV, and I'm sorry, Jamie, but this is just a fact, are basically incredibly more um, intellectual than the average Joe is because 
it's just basically the stupidest shit you've ever seen on television. And it's because I'm so smart that I need to watch people who are so dumb I mean, to relax my brain. It's basically therapy for me. I, I'm like, wow. You know, I actually action. totally understand that. I, I agree with that. Because... All these complex thoughts. And it's yeah. like not complex. And I'm like, I have the same, me. I have the same thing, though, because I think as a, I had once had a friend say, like, I don't watch a lot of TV, but Jamie, if I did what you did, I would. I totally get it. You, like, need to zone out. Yeah, and, and, and I do think reality TV offers that. So I get that, and I, and I freaking idiot watch more of it because of that. And now, now I well, I don't know. I'm watching reality TV. I'm watching that Scientology show, and I don't want to watch anything else. Probably that's because okay. I've had so much loss and disappointment these past few weeks that I'm just like that's. <laughs> I can really relate that's to the loss and disappointment in the show. So I I don't know. I feel like this is a good gateway for you, but I don't know that it's helping your cause of uplifting your spirit. So, you know, I'm going to suggest and yeah, I'm going to suggest and prescribe to you after you completed this, maybe doing a little vintage throwback and watching a simple life with Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie, because I really think I never saw that. And I kind of thought maybe I missed out. Where can I watch that on? Is it on something? it's it's somewhere I'm sure, but I feel like that's the, the level of dumb. You're like it, no one has been that. able to destroy it, so it's out there somewhere. <laughs> it is out there somewhere, waiting for you to watch it. So no worries. Um, but okay, so cheating. So the question this week, this topic that we're talking about, believe it or not, is not reality TV, but it's about related though. To what you're saying, it is kind of because they cheat a lot, mm-hmm. but it's about infidelity so the last episode we didn't do this and we kind of like talked in circles about it and I was like this will be great since we have the luxury of now having to re-record this we can talk <laughs> about like what is like how do we define infidelity because I felt like yes. last time yes. we didn't really get to talk about that so like, yes. what do you define cheating or infidelity as oh I feel I like I didn't tell you about this in advance. So it's this is great. This is like a hot take always. You yes. don't have time to prepare. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um I think to me uh infidelity is about uh putting I think I think it's about uh making a choice um mm-hmm. To put something else above your partner in a way that is going to negatively affect the relationship. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, something that you know that um, if you thought about it, because sometimes we don't think before we act, but if you thought about it, it would really hurt this person pretty deeply and would aff- enough that it would affect the relationship and would affect the trust. I think it's about a violation of trust, a betrayal. Yeah, that's what I think it is, too, a violation of trust. So for you, it doesn't necessarily mean that you are, like, having sex or, like, emotionally cheating. It can right. be other things, like right. gambling and, I don't know, uh, yeah. porn. Yeah. Little, th- yeah. If it becomes, like, kind of a breach of that person's trust, then it becomes infidelity. Right. Okay. Right. I th- I think a good way of putting it is someone develops a compulsion that they're not in control of anymore. So that could be um, in the form of a sexual relationship with someone um, outside the relationship, or even like I've had. I think sometimes it can be hard when someone that's all they want is sex from their partner. Mm-hmm. Right. That even I think could be seen um, in some ways as a break in trust, but usually I think it's more outside or. 
it's some of their compulsion, like uh, they're drinking to the point where they're really not in control of it anymore, and they make decisions that are going to affect their partner in terms of their drinking. Um, or uh, video games, I think, is another great example. There's lots of different things, whether they're legal or not. Yeah. So do you feel like you would be able to overcome some type of infidelity in your relationship? Uh, so just so you know, your, your phone keeps going out. So just, what's crazy is I'm actually literally just sitting still for once. Okay. Well, it's just going (laughs) for a second. So it's okay. But I just thought I'd mention it. So, um, so could I get over infidelity? Yes. Like, Um, would you be able to recover your relationship from that? I think it depends. Uh, I think before becoming a therapist, I didn't think that it was possible, but I think from being a therapist, I've been really fortunate to see that infidelity is, typically not as much about the partner as it is about the person who's committing it. It's usually about a loss of the self uh, that they're trying to define or avoid maybe certain things about themselves and, and escape in a way. Um, and that's, I, I can't take total credit for that. That's from Esther Perel. Uh, she has a great TED talk about infidelity um, and she's a couple therapist and a sex therapist. She has a couple great books too. <coughs> um, and actually one of the first couples I ever worked with was infidelity and they walked away with their relationship stronger than they ever would have thought it would have been before this actually happened, which was so cool. Was it just because like the door had already been open for them to discuss basically everything and kind of yes, everything they were out? finally able, I think to be honest with themselves and the relationship and really be more intentional about what they wanted. So that was, I think really cool. Um, So I think it is possible, but I think I mentioned last time when we recorded this that I did have a situation where there was some type of infidelity, um, and we tried to work it out, and and the trust was just broken. There was just no way. I I, as hard as I could and, Mm -hmm. and worked with it as long as I could, and at some point it just wasn't possible anymore. Well, and I feel, I mean, did you feel like your partner was as equally invested in repair as you were, or did it seem like not really, or or was it just so far gone that it didn't really work out? It's so hard to say, because I'm, there's probably more than one situation I could identify in this way, but the one I'm particularly thinking about, it's so hard, because when I think about their capacity, I think they, he probably did have, he probably was trying as much as he could in his capacity, Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't enough for me, unfortunately, or it wasn't, it wasn't working. It wasn't what I needed at the time. Um, Yeah. Well, that's fair though. And I think that's kind of the risk you run when you open up your like relationship to that. And also it's, I don't know, would the person ever 100% trust you? I'm not sure. That's a good question. I haven't thought about it, about if it would be like a 100% or if there's always just like a little piece that kind of always wonders. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you feel like you would do you so not being cheated on, but do you feel like if you encountered or knew people who were cheaters, do you feel like do you feel like you judge them if you know that someone's a cheater? Uh, I think before I definitely would have. I think now um, I wouldn't judge them. Now, would I be in a relationship? That would be a bit harder just because of the trust issues I've had. But the reality is, is we've probably all betrayed 
a partner in some way. So that's hard to really, really say, you know, I think, I think Mm -hmm. we've all had moments of humanness where we probably did something that hurt a partner intent, you know, that we really didn't, not that it was intentional, but if we would have thought about it more in the moment, maybe then we would have realized and not done it. Right. Yeah. I feel like I mm -hmm. agree with you. I would have Mm -hmm. had a really hard time until recently, like not necessarily being in that situation like myself, but like if I had a friend who I knew was cheating on their partner, I, um, in the past, I would have been like, Oh my God, of course I would never be friends with that person. But now I'm like, well, I guess maybe it would depend on the situation. Like I would. Oh, even friends. Yeah. Friends. I think I would be okay with. Yeah, no, that's what I meant is like, would you be friends with someone? So like, you know, if, if, if you were cheating on your partner or me, Mm -hmm. like I would still be friends with you. Like before though, I would have probably, like, I remember I met this girl years ago. I can't remember her name even, but I remember the situation and I remember that she was a, she just moved here from like Arizona or something. Um, and she was dating this married guy. Um, and she was like a store manager at five below that is like Mm -hmm. very specifically remember that don't remember her name. And I only hung out with her once. And the only re- the reason I only hung out with her once is because, like, the first time we hung out, she literally was like, yeah, and I'm, like, sleeping with this married guy. And I was so immediately turned off by her that I was like, okay, well, now I don't want to be friends with you because I don't think that I would trust you because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I'm wondering, like, would I be friends with her now? That's actually a good question that I have to ask myself because I know that I would – I, I guess maybe it depends on where we are in our friendship and the situation. I think she said it in such a cavalier manner mm-hmm. that I would still kind of not be interested in being friends with her. Mm. But and then I think now, like, if I had a friend where they were just like, well, this is my situation and this is what's happening and here's how we got here, I don't think I would be like, well, now we can never be friends again. I think I would be more forgiving. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but if I just I, met you and you said that, I probably wouldn't be friends with you. <laughs> yeah, I think that um, I think I would be friends with. I mean, I try to be pretty non-judgmental. Um, I guess it's it's more of an issue if if it affects the like it affects my personal relationship with them. Like, does this mean that they're going to hurt me in some way or? Um, betray my trust is when and sometimes I guess depending on the situation that could be the case Mm -hmm. Um, so I think there's I don't know you know me I don't I don't like hard fast rules like yeah we're gonna do this I'm always gonna do that so I just think it would be hard I I think it would be really difficult for me if I if I met someone tomorrow like if I was on Bumble BFF and like I matched with somebody and then we hung out and she was like super cool And then she's like, and I'm like, well, are you dating anyone? And she was like, well, yeah, like I'm dating this married guy. And Mm. I, yeah, I don't think so. Like, I really actually don't think I would be friends with them. Gotcha. I think. But I don't think that makes me a better person. I just think that that would be like, if I have a relationship with you, for instance, if you were cheating, like if you just started dating a married guy right now, Mm -hmm. I would be like, wow, do you feel (laughs) here I am I'm just being super I don't even know if I'm being judgy I don't think that's a good way to say it I'm not judging you I'm just saying like do you feel like that's a good choice and same thing with the person who I didn't know who told me that they were sleeping with a married guy I'm just kind of like that kind of makes me question your situation but then Mm -hmm. like when I'm like if I'm friends with you already and you're like oh yeah like I'm dating this married guy but he's separated or you know Mm -hmm. He... Well, that's interesting, Iris. Maybe that's something to think at. 
Mm, like, think, wait, which part of it? Maybe that's something to think about, that if you knew the person and you knew them within the context of their decisions, that might change mm-hmm. your mind. Yes, that's what it is. It, it would be yeah. like if I knew you already and, like, you told me, even if, like, I didn't know you and you were just kind of like, well, yeah, like, it's a really complicated situation. This in the, There was, like, a little bit of understanding that it's not an ideal situation I think that's what would make me kind of say oh okay like I get that like I kind of hear where you're coming from but when somebody just comes out and is like totally proud that they're fucking some married dude with kids I'm kind of like I don't like that and and it does make me think about and I don't I think every person has to be judgmental at some point because it's about self-preservation I think if you would do that to someone it kind of makes me second guess like should we be friends because what would you do to me like, you're so cavalier about, like, how you're impacting this person's family. Like, it's very nonchalant that it makes mm. me feel like, well, what? We don't really know each other. What would you do to me? Like, what would you be capable of? It really does make me kind of question the person. There's a lot of things that make me question people, but that is one of them. Gotcha. Yeah, I think for me, if someone told me that right away, I don't, I don't know if it would. I, I think I would still be friends with them unless there were other signs. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think though, that one thing I have, uh, you know, I I think if they're making it a big part of the relationship, like if that's all they're talking about is how they're with this uh, person and, you know, it's really hard or they really like it or whatever. I mean, I think that would be hard to just keep hearing the same thing especially if they don't know what to like, let's say they do have issue with it and they don't know what to do about it. Sure. Um, Because I, I just think that we as human beings um, in a relationship, obviously this is different as a therapist, but even sometimes as a therapist, um, but I think we only have so much capacity to just validate and empathize without wanting to problem solve. And Mm -hmm. um, if someone just has the same same issue whether it be a relationship or something else and that's all they're talking about and it just kind of gets old yeah no that's so true I, that's very true I can definitely listen to somebody who's my friend that talk about their shitty relationship I am that is another thing that's happening on Vanderpump Rules by the way there's this girl who has oh that's a boyfriend. another stalker yeah <laughs> I know there's a girl who has like a boyfriend who her friends really want her to break up with and they're like so tired of talking to her about it and I'm kind of like yeah I've had that situation I don't really care like you can talk to me about it all you want like mm-hmm. I don't know there's some things that kind of like bug me and there's some things that don't like I'm that's a that's a thing for everyone if you're listening to this and you're like guys I just really want to know how do I become best friends with Iris one don't fuck married dudes two <laughs> talk to me all you want about your problems I don't care I like listening it's fine with me I just don't want you to be like sleeping with married dudes because it freaks me out like I don't like it. it makes me think that you're weird I'm just I really have like that's like one of the it's almost akin to you being like I actually would be more on board with you if you were like occasionally I rob banks I'd be like that's cool interesting story tell me more but like you wow. having lots of relationships with married dudes I don't like that wow Okay. Well, so there you go. Know where, Fun facts. You know where Iris's boundaries are. Exactly. Be a bank robber, not a homewrecker. That could be the title of this episode. Is that because be a- is that because that doesn't affect you like a homewrecker that could affect you like in some way, but robbing a bag probably won't. Do you think that's why? Well- 
No, I have lots of issues with the banking system and like how I think they get away with a lot of things. Ah, so, okay. so I'm actually yeah. like totally on your, like I'm kind of okay with it. I'm like, well, it's fine. They'll be fine. It's well, there they'll get it back. Their bank's going to sponsor us. Good job, Iris. Uh, yeah, but here, there goes also the chances that Ashley Madison is gonna is gonna sponsor us either. So I'm cool with it. Nobody sponsor <laughs> us. No banks and no Ashley Madison. I well, want nothing to nobody. do with. We want someone well, maybe to sponsor us. Yeah, like I want you to sponsor. Here's <laughs> the things that I want to be sponsored for: like food, Bumble BFF. That's a good one. I feel like Bumble BFF needs to have advertisements. We will advertise for you. It is a great way to meet people. I'm totally down with yeah, that. Yeah, this is true. I don't, yeah, but I don't want Ashley Madison because I don't like that shit. That really freaks me out. Like, I don't like that. Like, if you if you are a person who's okay. doing that, How that do like you really feel about it though, really freaks me out. It's like my hard okay. limit. It's my hard limit. It makes me okay. really not like you at all. So, Jamie, if you're sleeping with a married dude, don't tell me about it because I want to stay friends. Okay. Um, so just like wait okay. until he gets a no. Yes, but like okay. if he gets a divorce. That's fine. Or if he's okay. separated, I'm down with that too. Yeah, I've talked with a friend about that, and I think I'm on the side of maybe, yeah, of of maybe not doing that. But I don't know. Yeah, I'm cool. Like as long uh, as he's it, not. I think like, it has complications. The separation thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a whole nother podcast episode. I'm interested in talking about that further because, like, I could I could see both sides of that. Yeah, um, like, I, I, I think I could too. I think I could too. So it probably would depend on the situation, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I haven't, um, I don't, I don't expect to, uh, be in a relationship like that, dudes? but it's good to know, know that, that, that is a boundary for you. So it is, I won't like it. Okay. I won't like it. And I will not support you and I will not hang out with him either. So, yeah, you know, that, that I think I, I could understand that. Um, I, but I won't call his wife where, either. So huh? there's that. I said I won't call his wife either, so there's always that. Yeah, I had a situation where I was I was dating someone, and um, he had like a really good group of core friends that they hung out, and one of the people in the group like were they were dating each other, and oh. then there was infidelity that happened, oh. and they basically you know the rest of the group basically said to the person who committed it because she actually ended up staying with the person that she was uh, engaging in the infidelity with. Wow. They were just like, look, like, we still want to be your friend, but, like, we're not going to respect him. We're not going to, like, you know, make a big effort. I think think they were even maybe willing to, like, see him maybe sometimes, but I think their their point was, like, we really – we're not going to try to be big buddies with him. Like, he's not going to enter. He's not a part of the crew. Right, right. And it actually – I mean, it did really affect those relationships for sure. Well, yeah, like, I'm sure. It's just kind of like yeah. I was listening to an episode of Dateline and one of the people married, murdered her husband, you know? That changes friendship. Okay. Can't do stuff like that. Iris, that one I can agree on. I think that's a black and white issue. I think if you okay. murder so someone. So we agree. <laughs> you shouldn't be allowed to murder people. Like, that's both yes. of our hearts. Yeah, if limits, you murder not someone, okay with that. Uh, and, you you know, if you murder someone and they're in the friend group, you're probably not going to stay friends with the person that murdered. No, I'm not going to visit you in prison. So there's that. Also, though, same thing rules apply if my friend was sleeping with a married dude. Like, I'm not going to call his wife. 
I'm also not well, going to call the police we, on you. I'm just not going to talk about. to you. That's what we talked about last time. Or did we talk about that when we had the question? I think we waited. Yeah, that was the question. So okay. but anyway, okay. So we can get into the question now. Yeah, I actually perfect. picked a new question. What? Yes. Oh. Pro- I know. I you, know. You, I just Iris. Okay. I know. I'm a tricky bitch. I was <laughs> really just trying to shake things up and get it different. Wow. And I was like, if we had the same kid, have the same conversation we already had, although it was a good one, it's hard to recreate magic. So it's true. we just have to try but to get it. You know what? We're magic. so good. We don't need to recreate magic because we yeah. always make magic. Bam. Mic drop on that one. But not really, because we, we're not done with the episode yet. But I do have another question. It's good. I had two, and then I thought about it during the day, about, like, which one okay. I thought was going to be best. And All right. I, and you probably I decided. chose the wrong one. Sorry. I might have just chosen the wrong one. So I'll, <laughs> I'll let you know. If you <laughs> yes. You just let me know. Okay. So one of them was kind of – this is good. I think this, is, this goes more along the conversation that we were just having. So okay. let me read you the question. So. I know no one has sympathy for the other woman, and I'm not asking for any sympathy. Yeah. Anyway, but I just want to help with getting a realistic perspective on my situation, which I'm finding pretty unusual and confusing in a few ways. My very good friend, who is a married guy, kissed me, and now his wife doesn't want him to see me at all. I understand that cutting off contact is the uh, universally recommended first step for a couple after someone cheats. But this isn't exactly an affair. We're both in our 40s, and he and I have been good friends since grade school. And nothing sexual or romantic has even come close to happening between us before. And I've been nothing but nice to his wife and supportive of their relationship. And I'm like an aunt to their five-year-old child. But for whatever reason, he did kiss me this one time. We were both very drunk and ended up making out a little, but all of our clothes stayed on. He told his wife what happened, and and I feel terrible about it. I know how painful that must have been for her to hear. But considering how close we are as friends, and I don't think this would ever happen again, it's heartbreaking to think I might lose him in my life over this one incident. I truly believe we are good friends who care about each other and acknowledge that we do not think of each other physically. We do. We do. I'm sorry. Um, and acknowledge that we do think each other are physically attractive, but we have 0% interest, if ever, of being in a relationship. Seriously. Yes, it was fun to make out a little, but neither of us wants anything more to happen. And he loves his wife very much. He is committed to working on his relationship and restoring trust. And I think he and I established a clearer boundary going forward as part of that. And honestly, cutting me out completely won't fix whatever issues they have in their relationship. It will probably just thing- make things worse for her her. So because of how close we are, I think it would be better for all of us if he and I can stay friends and not touch each other ever. But realistically, is his wife actually less likely to let him stay friends with me specifically because him and I are so close? I'm trying not to be naive or an asshole. I'm trying to be honest with myself about the reality of the situation. But since I can't see or talk to him right now, I don't know what the reality is. Mm. Or am I missing something here entirely? Thank you for reading. Looking forward to your answer. Mm. Okay. So what that was a good one, wasn't it? It's thought provoking. Yes. And so what's her question? So her question is, well, I mean, it's kind of all over the place, Mm -hmm. but I think what she's saying is like, do we realistically think that his wife is going to be ever okay with them being friends? Mm. And also is like this really that big of a deal? I really think that that's really her biggest question. And she's like, this, we've been friends for years. This Mm -hmm. is a one-off situation. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, 
terrible that we can't be friends anymore. And, you know, basically it's, I I think essentially one is his wife going to let them be friends is her question. Just our perspective on that. And two, do we agree with her that maybe the wife is kind of making a mountain out of a molehill with this situation? Mm -hmm. So that's it. That's the question. Gotcha. So I know that you have probably a very specific opinion on this. Um, I do. <laughs> uh, so do you want to say what you want me to say what I think first, don't you? It doesn't matter. I can tell okay. you what I think. I'm not going to change my opinion. Well, I know. What do, you, what do you, I mean, you, what do you think? I can talk to I, you or you can. I, I'll, I'll go first. Okay. And then, okay. So my perspective is person who sent us this. First of all, don't ever send us another message again. <laughs> Bye. You're terrible. Like, I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. She's probably a very lovely person. But, like, also, she, I'm like, you're 40? Seriously? She's like, listen, it's fine. We just made out a little bit. Like, it was fun. Like, we just kind of fooled around and we yeah. made out. But it was, like, not a big deal. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? He's been married for five years. He has a kid. And you're like, it's not a big deal. Like, we just made out a little bit. And it was fun. Like, I mean, whatever. It's fine. And I'm like, this is the reason like why. What her relationship She, she didn't is. say. She uh, didn't say that she was single. Okay. But I'm getting, I'm assuming she is single. I'm, I'm getting, like, that she's single. Because she didn't mention anything about her partner. So I'm assuming that she's single. Um, but, like, what the fuck, lady? Like, honestly, it would be one thing. First of all, I don't think if I were the wife, I would ever feel comfortable with them being friends Oh, Iris, again. you're going in and out. You said it would be one thing if what? It, it would be one thing if I were the, uh, like, well, backtracking. If I were the wife, there, I don't feel like I would feel comfortable with them being friends. But it would be an entirely different situation if she were I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think I would be comfortable, but I could see how somebody else might be comfortable if this woman were reacting to this differently. But she kind of just feels like it should be swept under the rug. It's not a big deal. She doesn't mention that she apologized to the wife at all. Mm -hmm. Um, And the way that she's behaving about it just kind of is like, get over it. And Mm -hmm. I don't think that if I were that person's partner, I would feel comfortable with them being friends Mm -hmm. ever Mm -hmm. just because of how she's acting, like how she's responding to the situation. Yeah, that it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because she doesn't seem like it, it, it didn't feel like she needs to make amends with her or anything. Because it seems like that's part of the healing probably that needs to happen is the three of them need to figure it mm-hmm. out together. After, right. I mean, it would pro- that would probably need to happen after um, the friend and his wife figure, like after they kind of figured things out, maybe she... She could, and, and if she does have a partner, then the partner maybe needs to be involved too. I don't know, but um, yeah, I, it it sounds like it would. It's really going to depend on what happens in that relationship with her friend and his mm-hmm. wife. Um, before you know, if she wants to know, like, is she ever going to get over it? It really probably depends on that relationship. Um, but yeah, I do think that's true that her not being accountable. Or, or feeling like it does sound like she maybe is somewhat accountable, but just thinks it's not as big of a deal as the wife thinks it is potentially. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, but if, if I was, if I was a wife of this guy and it felt like she wasn't being accountable, then yeah, that would be an issue. Cause it's like, well, wh- why wouldn't this happen again then? Right. It just seems like such a less of a threshold than, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry this will never happen. 
Um, this was such a, you know, this was a breach in trust. Um, obviously, you don't have to make it into a huge deal necessary or bigger than it is, right? But um, I think to have accountability is important. Yeah. I think that there is, she said, the writer said that there was, like, no chance that this would ever happen again. Based on her reaction, she didn't say, like, this was a huge mistake. She literally said, first it went from they made out. Like, actually, she said he kissed her. That was Yeah, and then they made out a little. (laughs) Yeah, then they, no, no. Not only did they make out a little, they made out and fooled around a little. But didn't take oh. Yeah, she said they fooled around. They made out and they fooled around, but okay. no clothes. So came that on. would be like maybe some touching, mm-hmm. some padding. Out. Yep. Yes. And then mm-hmm. she said that. What else did she say that was kind of problematic? And she was like, you know, it was just like she's like, oh, I admit it was a, it was kind of fun. So there we are. Oh and like, yeah. We've gone from a about kiss. that part. Yeah, yeah, we've gone from a kiss to making out to fooling around to it was fun. There is 0% chance Uh-oh. in my mind. I don't you said you, you've gone from a kiss to what? I wonder why my reception is so bad. I'm sorry. Um, they've gone okay. from a kiss to making out, to fooling around, to, like, having, um, like, to, it was fun. And I'm mm-hmm. just saying, like, I feel like there's 0% chance that they are not fucking. Like, there's no percent chance that if they remain friends that they're not going to have sex. I, I don't believe that. I think that they're going to have sex like I just don't think that there's any like what is the saying like you can't rewind this tape or like you can't do whatever like can't go back on that or whatever I don't know what that old school saying is or unwind a tape or something I don't know you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. I, I feel like yeah. this is already just gone and I don't think it's go I don't think there's a way to put that cat back in the bag yeah no I think that's true yeah. yeah, so I think he either is going to be married to his wife or he's going to be friends with you. I really don't see I, – if I was a wife based on this, I just don't think I would trust you. I mean, I do think it's interesting, though, that she's saying no, but he isn't. That's how, that's how she wrote – it makes it seem the way she wrote this. Like, if it was up to him, then he would be okay hanging out. But do we think that? Because it's not like he said that. Well, I know. I know. So my point is, is that that's the message she's getting, whether that's true or not. But I think it's really interesting. That's what is the message she's getting. It might be coming from him. And that's, I think, interesting if he's not being honest about like, actually, you know, we talked about this, uh, you know, in as a couple in our marriage. And I think we both realize it's really best. Uh, to get some distance right now and maybe later. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It's just coming from her. And if it is, I think that's hard in a relationship to be told what to do. Um, mm-hmm. And I understand that she's upset and I understand that she might have issues with it. But I think it can, it might it be going a step too far to say, if this is what's happening, you cannot see her anymore. Right. I don't think that's yeah. really a good dynamic in a relationship, even if it's true. I mean, you might have to get to a place of like, look, I really am a very uncomfortable with you spending time with her. And, but then it's still up to your partner and hopefully they'll make a decision that's in support. But I think it's still important to give your partner some choice. Because I think that into like, well, what about other friends? Does he have other friends that are women? Um, is he, what, what does this mean for any women that he interacts with? 
Yeah. I feel like this is going to be like the best podcast we've ever recorded because I just disagree with you so emphatically. I'm just like, absolutely fucking not. Like, it doesn't matter about his other friends. He didn't almost fuck his other friends. He like literally dry humped this chick. Like, no, you can't be friends with her. And here's the thing. Like, I'm not. No, no, I hear what you're saying. Uh I get it. You're like, it shouldn't be that we're like micromanaging dictatorship him. But also, because in honor. Yeah. But in honor of self-care February, honestly, if I were in that situation, I would be like, yeah, like it is entirely up to you. Everything's entirely up to you because really he could, he could tell his wife he's not going to talk to her and he could hang out with her anyway. Well, exactly. Exactly. Right. But my thing is, you can dictate stuff like yeah it's not but here's the thing you I'm I'm gonna tell you that like I would prefer it if you didn't talk to her if you're gonna say like you would choose to still yes but if you agree with that but if you're gonna say that you're still gonna choose to talk to her then probably we're getting a divorce and I'm not even saying that in a kidding way we're getting a divorce because I would not feel comfortable with that and now I don't trust you because honestly to me like as your wife I should be your most important relationship and to me, if you are like, I would like to be friends with this person, regardless of how uncomfortable that makes you feel, that makes me think you don't give a fuck about me and I have to care about myself the most. But here's the thing. Let me ask you this, Iris. Wouldn't you rather that be a choice, though, coming from your partner than them, than it really coming from you? Well, kind of. I think that that's You know what I'm me. saying? Because no, if I do, but I kind of... that far to say, look, it's really up to you, but if you make this one choice, we're getting a divorce, then that's not really their choice. Well, it is though. Like you can decide yeah, that, you, that you're okay with getting a divorce. But it's not a free will choice. It's it. There's a lot of pressure to make a certain decision. There's a lot of influence, right? And wouldn't you want them to make a free will choice to want you instead of feel like they're pressured? No, because I kind of like, in my opinion, that makes me feel like I'm playing a game. I'm very direct mm-hmm. and I'm really honest. Yeah, like I'm to... testing you. I'm testing no, you like if you're yeah, like the right I'm, choice. Yeah. yeah, I'm not testing you to see if you're going to make the right choice. I'm telling you right now, this is what would make me comfortable. And also, one of the things that I think is huge is once you breach that person, I'm not a therapist, guys. Jamie's the therapist. But in my opinion, if you breach my trust, you have done the wrong in this situation. And if you want to repair this relationship, a lot of the burden of work is on you. So I can tell you what is going to make me comfortable. If you have decided you don't want to do that, then we can't be in a relationship because I don't want to be with you. If you have done something that was hurtful to me and harmful to me, and you're not doing what I, what I need to repair that because you were yeah. the person in the wrong. That That's is my opinion. a place of hurt, right? Yeah, like I'm hurt. Like yeah. that's so hurtful to yeah. me. And like I'm telling you what I need in order to feel better. That's like if you like if I had a stomach ache and you're and I'm like, I need Pepto Bismol to feel better. And it's like a very easy thing for you to do. You want me to feel better, you should give that to me. And if honestly this relationship isn't important enough for you to cut off that relationship that is it has clearly crossed a line. Like, and if you don't see that it's crossed a line, that's another thing. Like, can we be together if you don't think you've crossed the line? There's just there's a lot with that. Like, if you don't see that this has crossed a line, like if you do feel like I'm giving you an ultimatum and I'm threatening you and this is like totally um like crazy that I'm dictating that you do this, if that's really how you receive that information to me, that says we're not, we have reached a place where this might not be working. We at least need to separate because we're seeing a situation so 
unequivocally differently that I don't know that we can function because like for you to think that this is a good idea for you to remain in or like talking to and being in a relationship with this person, if that still seems like an option to you after what has happened, then clearly we're not in the same place because you're right. It should be like, of course that person should snap to that. But I don't think like, if I don't, if I don't say that that's what I need, it would be wrong of me and my personal opinion to assume that you should know that I need to tell you that that's what I need. And if you feel like that's a threat or if you feel like that's not what you want to do, then to me that says, okay, great. It's not great. It's hurtful and it's sad, but clearly we're not right. This this kind of is maybe not working. Some of the same things, but I think it's, we're just communicating in a different way. Right. Exactly. I think it's language and I think it's the degree and, I think I'm basing it somewhat on my experience of being with past partners where I do feel like I told them what to do and that hurt the relationship. Yeah. So. But I, but I think like if you're, I think to you though, if you, if you did say, listen, I don't know who this partner is, but mm-hmm. I, I think you mentioned earlier that the person was having some trouble surrounding drinking. Is that right? What'd you say? You mentioned earlier that uh-huh. the person had some trouble surrounding drinking. Oh, yeah. I'm not just talking about in that relationship. I've, but like I've been controlling me- in multiple relationships. It's an issue but I, I have. <laughs> yeah, but I kind of think that, like, I don't know. If that's what you were doing, I'm not your therapist. You're the therapist. But, mm-hmm. like, if you were to have told partner B, hey, listen, I, like, you're you're doing this makes me very uncomfortable. And if that were to continue, I don't think that this is going to work out. To me, that doesn't seem controlling, but maybe that means that we would probably be like good romantic partners because I don't see that as a controlling thing. I, think I just feel like that's the way like you say it because the way you just say it, I think, was different than other ways that you've said it. Well, listen, I, if, if I was this wife, I would be like, if you continue to be friends with this person and have a relationship with her. I don't feel comfortable in us proceeding with this relationship. I mean, I kind of feel like that's the same thing. Like we're going to get a divorce. Uh, I mean, if it makes- not exactly. Not exactly. Because what you said uh, previous was, I'm not sure that this relationship can continue. That's a little different than saying this, this relationship can't continue. And we need a divorce. And what I know from working with couples is that you like it, the terminology does matter. And if you're, um, bringing in get, getting a divorce that can be really hard on a relationship. Um, and I think I really would want to get also... a divorce. <laughs> like I think that that would be if I. I think that I really would want to get a divorce. Like if he's, like, I, I really feel and, super and strong about that. Sometimes it does come to. I mean, sometimes the reality is, is it does come to an ultimatum, and hopefully you don't have to get there. But yeah, um, and I and I don't even mean on a relationship. Like, yeah, and I don't really even like. I feel bad because I don't want it to be seen as like an ultimatum for but this person. It like, is. and it, like, it does I, sound like it is for you, which is okay. I like it's. I guess like it kind of would be the glass half full or the glass half empty. Like, I don't see that as an ultimatum. What I see that is is like me telling you what I need, and if you can't meet my needs, then maybe I'm not the right person for you. And that can but be your that, own personal isn't that choice. What an ultimatum is? No, it's also <laughs> it's just. Like, but it's, it's not like, an, ulti- look, an ultimatum. Like, uh-huh. An ultimatum seems very negative. I think that me basically, uh, it's not really saying like, hey, listen, you need to do what I tell you or this isn't going to work. It's really just being like, this doesn't work for me. I think that a lot of women struggle to say like this, because an ultimatum is like, if you don't marry me by six months from now, like that's not going to work. And also like, maybe that is what you need. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily, I think ultimatum yeah, has just been this word. I don't know if word. I see an 
ultimatum that way. Like, I, I see what you're saying. You're saying an ultimatum is always kind of doing it in a controlling way. But I think an ultimatum is just basically like a boundary. Like, look, like, this is my line. And yeah. either can and you it's meet my... me or can you not meet me? Yeah. And I think a lot of, and maybe I feel that way because I do think men throw the word ultimatum around and it is usually mm-hmm. like, she wants me to do this and it's negative. So like for me, I, I think it's better. Yeah. So for me, I think it's better to just say like, here is as a woman, it yeah, is very difficult. Boundary, that's a better word yeah. or yeah. or whatever. Sure. And historically mm-hmm. I feel like women have been in this place where we can't say what our needs are because if I say what my needs are, then I'm being needy and I'm being controlling and I'm being whiny. But like, in reality, like I am okay by myself. And so if you can't give me what I need, and it doesn't mean that you need to make a million dollars. It doesn't mean that you need to propose to me. Like those are kind of, in my opinion, those might be superficial things, but like, if you can't respect me enough to not fucking cheat on me, that to me is not an ultimatum saying, don't cheat on me and don't put yourself in situations where you might cheat on me. That doesn't seem like an ultimatum. That seems like a self-care this is not going to work if you can't do that because it is make it is emotionally mm-hmm. making me feel unwell gotcha. and it is not healthy for me to have to deal with that. And that if I was that wife, that's how I would feel. I don't so, feel like I would feel safe if he uh-huh. were seeing that friend. I would feel so very I think, uncomfortable. I think in the future, Iris, we really need to get topics where we, you know, you have a strong opinion on it because I, I just feel like you know, you're being too wishy-washy here. and uh, I know. I'm kind of all over the place about cheating. Like, I kind of, like, sometimes think it's fine, and sometimes I don't. And I can see how that can be confusing to people. I apologize. I'm going to work on oh. having a more firm standpoint on that. Yes, yes. I That's feel like what everyone who listens to this is, like, probably never cheat on Iris. She may kill you. But I haven't threatened any lives. I'm just saying I don't want to be with you. I mean, you. the only person that really needs to know about that is Mike, which I'm guessing he, he knows. Knows. You feel strongly about it. Yeah, oh, like, that's a firm. Friends. You don't want to be betrayed by friends. I don't. Like, Do betrayal is a huge thing to me. I'm super loyal. You don't want? Ah, Iris. No, I'm just saying I'm super loyal. That's like a really big deal to me. Uh Like loyalty is a big deal. Friendships, relationships of all sorts. I think that through these conversations, I think the common denominator is here is like, if you do unloyal shit to Iris, she will not like it. And she doesn't really do for doing that. I just don't like it. It's not for me. That's fair. That's fair. We all all have our boundaries and non-negotiables. Yeah. Not being loyal is a non-negotiable. I don't like it. Okay. Okay. That's it. This was a really long episode. Do you have any further comments? I think I know. I think we covered everything. Okay. I really respect your opinion as a therapist. And if I ever have a person cheat on me, I'm not going to, well, I guess my husband at that point, right? I'm not going to like immediately tell them I'm going to get a divorce. I've taken that away from this conversation in my soul. I'll know that that's what I mean, but I won't say it because language counts. That's my takeaway from this episode. Gotcha. Good. I'm glad. See, I learned something. Awesome. Well, what are we going to be talking about in two weeks? Do you remember? It's your episode. uh, I think we are talking, we're still going to be talking about making friends as adults. Yay. That's like what this whole podcast is about. And so it's like a perfect episode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I'm looking forward to it. I hope you have a good rest of your day. Have some yes. spaghetti and Sounds have good. the rest of your week. I'll yes. talk to you soon. Well, Sounds good. Bye. Bye. Bye.